Alright fellas, we, we gotta make a concerted effort to do way better supporting women's sports than we do, especially women college sports. Um, the NCAA tournament has not only been going on for the men's, it's been going on for the women as well, and it just hasn't been the same love, same coverage, and I'm personally getting tired of it, so I can only imagine how the players feel themselves. Um, so here at Get Live with the Crew, we're going to try to do a, a much better job at supporting and talking about women's sports, but I'm challenging all my brothers, especially out there. Go out there, pick a team right now for the NCAA tournament, learn them, and um, I'm going to challenge some of y'all on Twitter, but coming up next is the crew's thoughts on women's sports. Hey, yo, Mo, I got a question for you, champ. What's what going? is it? What is it? What is it about women's sports that just doesn't interest the world? Like, what is it? I just, I, I don't know. I mean, I do know, but I feel like it would be very seconds for me to say. So I'm going to let you say it. So, so <laughs> you know what it is? I honestly feel like, at first I thought it was like, the games just weren't as good. But that's just a load of malarkey. The games are just as good, mm-hmm. sometimes even better. Mm-hmm. The technique and the execution is twenty times per better. sport is usually way better. Yeah, it's like if you actually enjoy the sport, the woman's version <laughs> is always usually better. Usually more technical, and the, and the execution has to be more. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's always better. But to be perfectly honest, this, I was watching the LSU. Uh, LSU versus Georgia softball game this weekend, and I think I can explain my problem with, with, with women's sports the best <laughs> by giving you an example of one play that happened. Right, so I turned on the game, mm. and uh, oh, who was it? <sighs> Sorry, I can't remember what number she was. I was You're gonna good. say number two, but I know it wasn't number two. But it was one of the one of the one of the young ladies who plays on the LSU softball team. Shout out to y'all. She gets up to play. Yeah, yeah, because they they done they swept Georgia in, in three really good games this weekend. But um, she gets up to the plate, right? Lines up the ball. Ball's coming. Lines it up. Cracks it. Line drive straight to the outfield. Uh. When I tell you that this ball, this this being a home run by maybe six inches, and six inches is like giving it, giving this like being nice. You know what I mean? Right. Like four inches, and this thing definitely would have been over the wall. Right. <laughs> so this 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 shot, this being a home run by like six inches, comes off the wall. The other girl uh, picks up the ball, throws it into the infield, mm-hmm. and this chick got a base hit. A single base hit off of a ball that hit the wall. Now, normally, if a ball hits the wall, you know, I don't watch a lot of baseball. But when I play baseball, well, I used to play in 2K and I used to play the show. If a ball hits the wall, that's at least a double. You know what I mean? That's, that's at least a The field's double. smaller in softball. Right. But that, and that's what I was going to say, is that they always take certain aspects out of these women's games to make them easier for the woman, mm. which makes it mm. more difficult for the woman to show their true Talent? potential and their true athleticism. Well, oh, that's contradictory because you just said the wall was smaller, but she missed it by six inches, so that'd be a pop fly, son. But this is what I'm saying. I saw <laughs> another girl, Sierra Bryan, for, uh, for UGA. No, 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 because that's the thing. If there was more space, the other, the other, the, the Georgia player would have had to run farther to get the ball. Therefore, she could have actually tried to leg out a double. But I see Sierra Bryan, one of the players on UGA, this chick looked like she couldn't have weighed more than like 140, bro. This chick was a stick. And what I tell you that she cracked this ball over the redwood tree that was sliding the outfield, bro. Like this ball was a moonshot, homie. <laughs> From this little girl that you would never have expected. I mean, I, she, she might nah, she's, she's still in college, so she's definitely ain't older than me. But I don't mean little girl. But from from this young woman, who you you know you wouldn't expect to see that amount of power out of. But it's the same thing in in the actual in, in men's baseball, where you could have a, a player like Brett Gardner or somebody like that, somebody who's built for speed, come up and crack a home run. But that was my point: is this chick literally hit a moonshot that I wouldn't have expected to see at any point. And it could have cleared any NCAA men's field easily. 
I believe that wholeheartedly. So I really. Oh, uh, really so you think she's taking out like Judge six on a four hundred and sixty-one feet type stuff? No, no, no. That's <laughs> not what I'm saying by any means. But what I'm saying is, if you put, if you take that same hit that she made there and put her in, it's uh, leaving Yankee Bad Stadium. NCAA Park. If you put her because it went to the right porch, so if you put her in Yankee Stadium, that shit might have went out. Here we go. Here we go. I knew you was gonna say something like that. <laughs> it was. It definitely went to the to the short right porch down the down the sideline, so it might have been able to get out. Fen- Fenway, stadium, Fenway was out for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my yeah, point. That curl- that they, well, they 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 hinder females with the rules, I mean, not allowing them to show their athletic I think, ability, I which is the highlights. I think that's opposite as far as basketball though goes, though, because the goal is the same. All they, all they do is they change the amount of time. They make it four quarters instead of two halves, and they play with the time a little bit. But my thing is why I don't think women's basketball in particular is that big is because women are notoriously less athletic than men. Yeah, well, I'll just say less stronger. And uh, shorter, too. Shorter. In most aspects. Damn, is this my point or is yours? Shep? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got to hop in at least once. That's this is you, all Shep show. You, okay. You're right. You're right. But my thing is, I, I think people like, uh, obviously men's basketball was first. I think people are just so used to seeing that dunk or you're just seeing that that cross up and watch the man fall and go to the lane and fillet where he right at the rim where you're not going to really see that from a woman's in a, in a woman's sports. I think now, I think it's that too though. I think because they still but, have the wild fact you can still get crossed up and all that good stuff but there's no like dunk on there's right. no um, like but hold on but I do want to say that I think that there is more opportunity for women's basketball to become like that because men's basketball back in the day was more lean to what you could do inside the paint and who was the strongest player, who was the dunker. But now it's become more of a finesse game. If you can cross somebody up and hit a, and hit a 25-foot three, then you're going to get the highlight of the night. And I think that that is going to change the perspective on women's basketball a little bit. Right, I'm sorry, I agree. I need to cut you off so much. So, so that gives that gives way to for a different type of game for people to become more familiarized with. So if women can do the same exact thing that men are doing, and it's not as splashy, it's not as dunky, or you know, for lack of a better word, but you you get to see that more on women's scale than you would if the game was more high fly oriented. Mm, right. But I I really think it just boils down to the, you know, we're so used to 6'6", or even like six-foot guys taking flight, bang, you know what I'm saying? Or doing some extremely unbelievable athletic move that is, you know, that like you know that person is gifted in the sense of, like I said, athleticism, where um, let's be quite, let's, let's just be honest, I do. Right, so <laughs> you well, never. Right, I'll I'll let you finish him, but I, I'm I'm gonna crack the the case wide open. But go ahead. And finish. All right, I was just gonna say you'll never see a woman do a windmill. True that. Uh, the majority, you probably if it, it might be if no, a no, type no, woman no, no ever, no, just, <laughs> just never. But, I I think too also as well if you think of it like this, uh, who's the media pushing? You know, well, they're not, not pushing mm, Del Don, it's not, right? It's not only they're that. pushing Stephen Curry. Well, it's mm. not only that. My, well, when I said I was going to crack it, crack the case wide open is who who's predominantly into sports, men or women? Men, right? Men. Men. So yeah, men are yeah. supporting men. Pause. No, no homo. Men are supporting men in the sports because so men watch sports. They've been women, doing it since women, Gladiator also, time. Women don't also, have men are sexist. The... And we're like, I don't want to see a woman. Whoa, whoa, no, whoa, 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 no. See, you keep trying to make this a we thing, and this is a you thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, I'm not sexist. But, but, but the further it's found on my point is women right. aren't supporting women. women and, and I'm saying that on a larger scale. Damn, you hear that, ladies? I'm, I'm saying that on a larger scale. I'm not saying He's all saying, hey, women. You get but I'm saying backs, the vast majority of women aren't into sports. Well, I'll say I'll say the ratio of women who are into sports outweighs well is shadowed by the ratio I, of women. That put it, and even I, women's sports are more into men male sports. Like women are more into male sports. Yeah, because 
because you'll, yeah, you'll never see say that too. You'll never see Ronda Rousey on no WNBA game. I tell you that. True, but I also feel like women to to further expand upon the two points that were made. Like this, this is the way I'll say it because maybe it's just me personally from my experiences. But I'll watch a sport with my mom that I know, like, my, you all know my mom personally, except for Carson. My mom loves sports. My mom is a, a Patriots, Celtics, Red Sox, Bruins fan. But And the Mets, don't let, them, don't let her slide on that. <laughs> yeah, the Mets. He said, he said, don't let her slide. But, uh, but yeah, and um, what I was going to say is she definitely does enjoy the sport itself, but she also enjoys the sports because she likes to see men run around in tight uniforms. True. So it's like... Oh, uh, here we go. Look, but this, but this is what I'm saying is that's an aspect that I think women lean towards when they're going to watch sports too. Like when women go to watch sports, they're like, oh, okay. Like I want to watch and see Stephen Curry because I think Stephen Curry's cute. You know what I mean? Right. I know. I know. My mom says. I, I, my mom's like, I think Hunter Lundquist is hot. That's what my mom says. So basically, what you're saying okay. is women are justifying like they're they're compensated for their lack of interest on being interested just because the man is handsome or the man has a nice butt or the man got a six pack or whatever. I'm, whatever, I'm whatever. just saying they're they're allowing that to generate their interest Ex- as opposed exactly. to their That's support for athletic women. Exactly. Yeah. So I can I can see that. But so basically what we say is it's y'all fault. <laughs> he said he said to sum up the topic, it's y'all fault. Alright so check this out man. Um the world of sports is getting soft as a whole, and I don't like it. Um, there were times where you didn't really get to pick what team you wanted to go to or request a trade, um, and that just seems to be a prominent thing now where it's like, you know, oh, I don't want to play with so-and-so, or oh, I don't want to be here, or I'm going to play for a championship. Um, excuse me, you've been in the league for uh, a hot second, maybe maybe a minute. <clears throat> no shots at four seconds. Um but yeah, the crew and I, we talk about how the sports culture in the world really has gone too damn soft. Next. It was, a, it was a lady from Africa, from Liberia. She's mad cool. Everybody calls her mama and shit. She's like, oh, she's great, bro. That shit in Africa. Well, she's fucking chomping down chicken feet next to me, and I'm trying to read a book. <laughs> <laughs> like... What? I came in at the wrong end of the country. <laughs> this man, is he chomping down chicken wings next to me, and I'm trying to eat a book. And chicken nah, feet. Chicken feet, feet nigga. Chicken feet. The other part chicken of the chicken, nigga. Not turkey ass. Not, this is not, not, turkey ass. not chicken wings. Like, she on some weird voodoo shit. She eating chicken feet. She's from Liberia, son. That's my girl Esther. She like, she always says, screams at the Spanish ladies, "Mira, mira!" Oh, <laughs> like, she's funny. Yeah, she's, she's funny. funny. Yeah. Well, that's better than turkey ass. But listen, man, these niggas be soft out here in the world of sports. I don't know what it is. It's got to come to a stop. Oh yeah. And my man, and my man Tom Izzo is a big fan of. Listen, I'm, I'm not gonna coddle you. I'm gonna tell you what you where you messed up at, and if I yell at you, you're just gonna take it like the man that we're trying to raise you guys to be. Shep, Shep brought this up, so Shep, I need you to let me know how how you feel about the the way sports have gone soft, man. Well, uh, I just want to take it back. Like when as soon as I heard of this story, I immediately thought back to in Florida playing eighth grade football, and I remember I had three of the craziest coaches. Shout out Coach Wheeler, shout out Coach Manfred, shout out Coach Lada, by the way. Never forget. Dude, the one dude played in the XFL. They would get in our face and tell us we were stupid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you fucking doing? You're an idiot. Like, and we we learned from it. We fucked up in in practice. We we did it. Stop being stupid. Up, down. (laughs) Dude, there was this one time we were just coaches got to practice the mom ran the uh, the warm-ups this one mom we we're all joking around we came practice we ran for an hour and a half you know what i'm what? saying that's the reality of it that's the reality of it you know what i'm saying these players want to be coddled this i hate to be political but this left-wing nonsense of the softies mm. it's ridiculous mm. you're right though I'm so- 
I'm talking about in sports. I know, I know what you're talking about, man. Yeah, yeah he's a hold on. Keep it to sports. I got a little bit political, but I know, mm-hmm. I know what you meant. But like, that's a that's a real life thing, and um, I think uh, and for all the gamers out there in 2K, there's a there's a badge where the player is uh, what does it say? Pat my back. Where yeah, pat my the, back. Dad. The player. I hate. I trade every player that has that pat my back <laughs> nonsense. Every single player. Cause said, everybody we, who got the pat my back and the, the go. high work ethic, nah, those don't go together, nigga. Let me get this I lied. Out. <laughs> I lied. I think the only person I have like that is Paul George. I think Paul George is pat my back, but that's Paul George. But anyway, um, going going back to the original point of uh, players being coddled, it goes down. I think to even now where like just little league kids now. Yep. It's like everybody gets a ribbon. Yes, the participation trophy, and why now every kid feels they're entitled just because they show up. It's like, what do you mean? You suck. You don't get nothing. Mm-hmm. You didn't do anything. You don't get no damn trophy. You think you get a trophy just because you was because you guys came in fifth? You, you ain't you ain't you ain't coming first. Hell, I don't I don't want the second place trophy. And I used to actually get talked to low key like, oh, you got to be more. Um, Sportsman, like you know, you didn't win, but you still got a trophy. You, you know, it'd be nice for you to accept. I'm like, I didn't win though. I was the first. You loser. know, what you tell them <laughs> if you, if you ain't first, you're last. Right, right. Don't don't nobody Ricky remember Bobby. who came. Don't nobody remember you said, who if came you ain't winning, you sinning. Hold up. <laughs> the only time, the only time people remember who comes in second is when LeBron always loses in the finals. That's the only time people. Oof, remember that's about it. Oh, oh. I'm being honest. I'm being so, honest with you. So my, my whole take on the thing is I think just I don't think it's sports I don't think it's just nope, no sure marginalized isn't. sports I just think the world in general is becoming soft, soft and it's trickling down to sports because sports is within the world obviously um, so I don't think it's anything that you can avoid so I just think it's just the way society has gone um, like back in the day people you grew up everything was hard nosed everything's not like that anymore so it's a trickle down effect. And it's yeah. also too they've changed the rules in sports to accommodate. Right. But like, that's that's the, just based on the way of the world, the way the world is going. So that's that's the effect that the world is having on sports. Okay, so boom people. But how do you now, see, how do you feel I gotta say this, how do you feel it affecting something that's been in the game such for so long as the kickoff at a certain distance? Is and also, yeah, too, in the NHL, the icing rule. Yeah. The icing rule, you used to, you have to touch the puck. Now you don't even have to touch the puck. You just have to cross the right. back line. But, but, but that further proves my point. It's, it's trickle down through every aspect of life. Like, sports is not safe. Um, now, it's, it's people that are making these rules. It's people that are getting softer. So with people getting softer, people's views are getting softer. So people that just hold the position to make the changes, if they happen to be soft at the time, then you're going to get a soft rule. I don't know. I, I agree with what you guys are saying in the terms that everything is softer. And It is. I Look think, at Caitlyn Jenner. Think, Look, that, that shit is acceptable. I mean, and I'm not saying I got anything against it, but they're pushing that agenda. A man, I got a little bit against it. I got something against that. That's crazy. Right, right. the man, so you're defending everything. I don't don't think these are stands that we need to take right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready to fucking. I'm ready to take it. I'm ready to go on record. Go ahead. I'm going, Shep. Pull the trigger. Please pull the trigger. Bang bang. Transgenders aren't people. All right, let's go. Wow. Yo, wow, 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 never mind, never mind, you ain't about to have, the, about to have me look like Jess, <laughs> you might want to edit that part out, we can't, we can't, we just gonna hope someone skips over it, go ahead, yeah, we, we just gonna have to have me look like Jess, we're gonna have technical difficulties, making public apologies and then get me, clown, I ain't publicly apologizing hey, for hey, shit. Listen, listen, they're gonna have they gonna have a new future me. Shep gonna be the new future. <laughs> it's the soft world we live in. <laughs> Yo, Mo, how long you know me? How long you know me? I'm not apologizing shit. I like it. That you should. He don't apologize for nothing. But uh, but a word no. Back to what I was saying before I was rudely interrupted by these transgender hate motherfuckers. Here we go. Here uh, we go. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Right. You think jabbing me? No, 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 no. But uh, seriously though, what I was saying was I do agree that sports in general and 
the world in general has become softer. But I don't agree in the fact that it's making things better. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't agree with the I don't I don't agree with the fact that I, I, I not that it's making things better. I don't agree with the fact that people are saying that everybody's getting softer, and I don't think that everybody's the teams that are the teams that lead the front. No, no, no. no see, so this is the point I want to make. Look at the Patriots. <laughs> people wonder why the Patriots are in the running for the Super Bowl every single season, but they don't have a single one of those people on their team. You see what I'm saying? They don't really have a pat my back player on their team. Shit, me, the, you just don't know how to play. Right. <laughs> nah, they, they get, look, That's like, why they he's don't like, play. Same thing Stat said. If you got the pat my back badge, you can get the about it here, right? Yeah, they on the roster, goddamn. They don't play they because, because. <laughs> look, it's New England. They ain't on the roster. War- now, Golden State has some of those players on the roster. All right? Oh, yeah. Talk about it. Sure. But they've perfected, but they've, they've managed to perfect the whole, oh, no, we're a team. The team comes first, but we're not going to forsake our players in order in, in order for success of the team. And All I right. think that's the problem is the two things are seen as mutually exclusive. And the, the reason I say that is because you see teams like like the Giants, how they traded away Odell, because they didn't think that Odell was good for the team. But in order Shit for the team me. to succeed, for, in order for the team to perform at the level that it should on the field, Odell should be on the team. But his off-the-field issues, because he's rough around the edges, it was too difficult for them to keep him on the team. But in the past, those are things that you had to deal with if you wanted to have a championship-caliber team. And the Patriots are one of the only teams that are willing to deal with stuff like that. And that's why they always have a championship caliber team. The other team I wanted to point out in this situation is the Timberwolves with Jimmy Butler. You see what I'm saying? They had, I mean, I consider it two stars with Cat and Jimmy Butler. But they had what some people would consider three stars. If you if you can, if you add Andrew Wiggins to the mix, Derek Rose was on the come up. They had Jeff Teague. So they had a little lineup. But, uh... They didn't think it was good for their brand, for their team, to have the problems with Jimmy Butler that they did. And because of that, they got rid of a player who almost definitely makes your team better. Like, I don't think there's any denying that having Jimmy Butler on your team in the NBA makes you more of a contender than not having Jimmy Butler on your team. So I don't care how, any way you want to cut it. So just by saying that, I'm saying that a lot of teams are forsaking the winning culture in order to cater to the fact that they don't want to be victimized in the me- villainized in the media. Right. I-, I can definitely get that, especially with the um, the Minnesota reference, because I feel like they kind of just was like, okay, Jim- Jimmy's a good player, but he's the root of the problem. Although he's not causing the problem directly, he's the root of the problem. Exactly. So we're getting rid of and Jimmy. I- but my, my thing is, just just look a couple years back. It's like, you remember when LeBron, like, players, these are real people. They got they real deal with real issues. They're on different scales than we deal with on everyday life. Like, such as, look look at, um you remember when Delonte West was sleeping with LeBron? <laughs> Boom. I mean, but the, front office, the, the front office didn't get involved in that. They grown-ass men. So let, they, they handled it the way they handled it. Because How you going? What you going? How's the conversation going? And you can't really. <laughs> I don't know. But my point is actually, but but Delonte West can stop slinging the pipe, but he ain't gonna start slinging the pipe. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, so they had a choice. They could let them as men and people handle their business, or they could get rid of them. And they got rid of him eventually, but it wasn't because of issues. Because he saw he was passing, he was passing prime. Uh, I mean, we yeah, don't I, end the I, segment I, on that. Come on, that is. That's different. That's a big. That's a different. <laughs> Listen, um, we just going. We not going to uh, go into that. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, about so about yeah. Nah. about um uh, uh softies in sports. Um, I think a big. I think I think Jimmy Butler is a is a big. Uh, he's one of the big advocates for not being coddled, where yeah. it's like um, Sidney Crosby. Carl Anthony Towns, I feel like he's a big coddler. He needs to be coddled. He needs two pats on the back, nigga. He has two because, of the badges. Yeah, you know why? Because of the fact that, like, <laughs> Jimmy Butler came in trying to, you know, change the culture, and Cat is like, well, I don't want to do that. Um, oh, and he, I feel like Cat is a typical young, 
like young player where it's like no i like the way the league is we're all friends we all play Fortnite together and you yeah. know we're all butt buddies meanwhile ben simmons is like yeah i mean it's cool and all but like most of me on the court i'm bust your ass mm-hmm. right. <laughs> i'm, I'm kidding i think and, that oh go ahead now nah, you go i was gonna say i think that the real difference is some players you get less players who want to play with the chip on their shoulder now you, you have the chip on the shoulder players and the spoon in their mouth players and one in the NBA, you can just see it. There are just a lot of players who have, like Steph Curry doesn't play, has never played, well, not has never played, but he doesn't play outdoor ball. Like he's like, I play indoor. Like he's like, he's like I, play I hate the gym. those people. Like, like, you know oh what I mean? my like, God. Like that's what I'm saying. But Joel Embiid, oh Joel Embiid show up at any park and dunk on you. He don't care clearly, who you are, clearly, who your mom clearly is. By the, right, <laughs> like, right. But that's clearly by the videos. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying is there's some players who, they want that that me against the world mentality. It's just it's not as common anymore. But if you ask me, that's the kind of mentality you have. You need to have that. We're a team, but if I need to put the team on my so, back, it's up to me. And that's not the thing anymore. It's just too many players are like, oh, like I, I don't want to, I don't want to have the spotlight on me. I don't want to be the person who's gonna be victimized when it comes down to who when when, when the media decides who's they're gonna blame. Right, but. And, and I'll say this, and you can look at it from a, a, a different standpoint. I mean, is like I think it still ties back into human rea- human interactions because you got to look at a lot of these people are coming down. Um, a lot of these people are kids of other people um, that have been in the league. Like so, people's upbringing is different. So somebody like a Damian Lillard or Russ that grew up hard and had to grind through the mud and make it. Those are the ones that got a chip on their shoulders. Look at Steph Curry. His dad was in the NBA. Steph Curry had a great upbringing. Not saying, not knocking him for it, for it but I'm just saying that's reality. That's what it is. He, he wasn't hurt for nothing. You got a dad in the NBA. You really think his son will hurt for something? Come on. But um, so, like Joel Embiid, I'm sure he came from came from came a hard hard background. So Curry, he used to playing indoors. Curry ain't never had to play outdoors. So he ain't gonna do something he ain't never had to do. Hmm. That's fair. True. Uh, that's fair enough. But I hate. But just just to delve dive back into that, I hate. I can tell my basketball group chat, especially that yo, uh, who trying to hoop outside, and there's twelve people in that group chat. Only three people will respond, and two of them will say no. <laughs> like, like people do not like. Like people are very prissy nowadays. I'll, I'll just go out there and say. Like, Did you say pussy or prissy? Prissy. prissy. But both. I, I think you used the wrong word. <laughs> but like, nah, seriously, because it's like conditions have to be so perfect for people to come outdoors now. It's like, oh, is it? Is it? It's only. It's partly cloudy. Oh man, it gotta be clear skies for me, man. Um, you said the wind. The wind temperature, not temperature, but the the wind is what ten miles per hour. I only play underneath uh, eight. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? Go outdoors, like come play basketball. Basketball, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, I feel like basketball is much more fun outside. I'm not gonna lie to you. No, that's a fact. It's different outside. It's like different, different. It's a different game. I really feel like I jump higher outside. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, yo, I thought I was the only one. You have more traction on the on the outside ground than you do on the inside court. Yeah, inside, I just feel like I'm gonna break something. Outdoors with the right shoes. Asphalt, I'm taking flight, flight school. But um, without, I feel, I feel like Kobe out, out on the outside court. It's a different animal, same beast. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I don't. But we're gonna go ahead and move mm-hmm. on to the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Mo. I had to. I had to think of a good way to cross over to the next topic. So, you know. yeah. So you lied to the to the people. That's cool. Nah, you know what it is. Mo Mo is a good basketball player in a sense where he knows where his spots are. And he normally sticks to those spots. So if Mo gets it on a certain high part IQ of the court, guy, yes, Mo is very high IQ and he's very calculated. Like he normally only goes to his spots and will only take the shots he's practiced. Um, but then there's Mo when he's hot, and then Mo tries a three pointer. <sighs> yeah, it's yeah, not, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's not my forte right there. I've been working on it, but that's, that ain't that, it. That ain't it. That ain't not for me, bro. Nah. <laughs> All right, so sticking with the college team a little bit, man, we got, there has to be a balance. 
you know, when you get to the league, you become a superstar, a la like Zion or a couple other players that will be once they hit that next level. You know, there's going to be calls that swing their way more times than not. So can we at least in college sports have it even? Because my man Taco Fall should have not fouled out. That should have been a bang. That was a bang, bang call. And the refs dropped it completely um, by calling that on Taco. They should have just let it let it play out. They shouldn't have called anything. Both players had four fouls, and they, they knew that Taco Fall wouldn't have allowed it. Allowed it. He wouldn't have allowed that to happen. But without further ado, man, the crew and I, we share our thoughts on why the big schools and big players always getting the calls, man. Spread the love. Next. You got NBA? You had uh, Lance Stevenson and you had CP3 dropping people off at, at the pool last night. Yeah, yeah but come on. Uh, yo, it was yo, bad. That Lance, <laughs> Steph, that Lance Stevenson cross, people hyped him up. But nah, still, did nah, you see nah, how that man... Would. Chill. You got it, man. Went flying. Right, right. Even he if he did step, no, no, no. Even if no. he did step on his foot, bro, that that helped him lose his balance, but not the backtrack like that. Yeah, like he turned around and like sprinted away, like somebody was chasing this man. Right, right. But nah, the CP3 one, he just snatched that man's soul. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that was get over dirty. here. <laughs> and then he just stood there playing his feet. Hey, yo, the, com- the commentator made it funny. Don't do Derek Wilson like that, CP. Oh, yeah, he did too. <laughs> because wasn't the NBA players only last last night? That's why it was funny. That's why it was good. Because I was watching a couple of highlights where they were showing other crossovers and like with other commentary behind it. White people, they they just act like it's oh, what a move, what a move. You know, from black people, we got the Ebonic somewhere in there. Oh, you got your ankle snatched. Cookies, cookies, <laughs> cookies, like. Somebody just gonna come out the back like he needs some milk. He need somebody, hey, hey, somebody get this man some milk, please. But um, yeah, no, I I appreciate the basketball from last night. But what I don't appreciate is the way the Duke and UCF game ended. You can, yo, you cannot call that. Against the two players that everybody truthfully came to see, Taco Fall just so happened, you can't help but see him. And then Zion Williamson, you know, <laughs> he's a monster, so that's why people want to see him. And you're gonna call that bang bang play with both players on four fouls? Yeah, that was come on, man. Come I was on. highly upset. Like everything after that point, I didn't even care what happened. Right, right. Didn't care. Didn't care for it at all. And I know before anyone says it, yes, I'm a UNC fan, but that is not why I was disappointed. I was just disappointed because these two players <laughs> are obviously very big, um, and they they were they weren't necessarily going at it the whole game, but they were just moments where it was like, oh man, you know, if Taco Fall wasn't there for that rebound or th- that dump off, that play would have been a, that that offensive possession would have been a blow up. It wouldn't have worked out. And then it's like Zion. If Zion didn't play, we all know what Duke would be at. But yeah, they'd be in the crib, right? Chilling, and, hey, you chilling. Yeah, right now. Oh, big facts, big facts. Smoke them, boys. But I mean, that's not one of. That's just one of the bad calls. But I'm, I'm tired of big schools, and not just big schools. You know, big players getting calls. You know what I'm saying? Like. They did a good job, you know, giving Zion his four fouls. It wasn't like he, uh, you know, he didn't deserve those four because I watched the whole game, uh, which has been a rarity just due to my schedule. I actually sat there and watched the whole entire game, um, and it was a bit, it was it was pretty well officiated for the most part. It was just that one call. I understand that Zion is Zion, which is why they didn't call it on him. Um, they knew if Zion was the foul out in the NCAA tournament. Those referees probably would never work. They'd probably be in the NIT for the rest of their refereeing career. Yeah, not the NIT. <laughs> the NIT, bro, because we all know if you if you let a star like Zion, who already missed the biggest game um, of the season for Duke, truthfully, when uh, we first when they faced UNC the first time um, due to injury, if you deprive the people of a close game without Zion Williamson, the NCAA will they're likely to fire you. <laughs> they, they, you know, they, you, they might just come down and come from the Raptors and just stop the game and be like, "You come in." <laughs> you, <laughs> you, hey, you, 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 
gone. The first thing they gonna do is be like, no, 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 come here, follow me, follow me. You see the screen with the ratings? These are the ratings <laughs> before Zion found out. <laughs> and this is what happened once. People clicked away. And there's no other game on right now. People still clicked away from this game. You're fired. <laughs> you're, you're fired. Even for whatever reason, Dancing with the Stars got a huge bump right when Zion found out. Right. But, I mean, hey, so... What do, you, what do you guys have to say? Like, is it something big school? Is it just big time player? Like, what, what do you guys think has happened? I think, I think it's just bias. You know what I mean? Like, so I think there's the the star treatment, which Zion gets because obviously he's like the the mega star in the NCAA mm-hmm. right now. Right. So right. he he gets some bias for that. But honestly, I also think it's the program bias. And what I mean by that is I feel like LeBron gets a decent amount of calls. Or like when Jordan was playing, Jordan got calls because the referees were like, it's Jordan. He know what the F he talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, so right, that right. Was, that was like schools, the, the top-tier schools like Duke, like uh, Kentucky. I'm trying to think who else. Um, Gonzaga. Those, those schools were known to be uh, good technically sound schools mm. I feel like get the, the benefit of the doubt in these right. calls because right, right. their coaching staff is considered to be one of the better coaching staffs they're like nah 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 coach staff would have taught this kid better than that <laughs> <laughs> true just to, just to go nah, back to like what that you... definitely factors in, into the decisions but... going to what you just said about the, the, the Michael thing uh, I don't know if you've seen the clip where it's like uh, Michael went over to the referee and explained to him what just happened. He's like, uh, my bad, Mike. I missed it, Mike. My bad. I, I missed <laughs> it, Mike. I'm sorry. I missed it. He was, he was definitely like, he was like, I didn't see it. I didn't see it, Mike, but I'll call Oh, yeah, there it, is, there it is, right? He's like, I'll, I'll call it for you. I'll, I'll, call, it, I'll call it for you next time. I'll call it for you. <laughs> like, and then there was another like, clip where he actually called. He's like, yo, come on, man, do something. He's like, oh, all right, Mike. Don't two shots and then he goes to talk to the referees and be like um i talked with mike um i, I missed it the first two times and we're gonna we're gonna reward him this time because I, I keep missing it my bad guys and it wasn't even like it was a, a tape over like that was the actual <laughs> talking about yeah we'll, we'll give him the two shots because we missed the first two what but um but yeah no i think it's i think it's a, a little bit of both which is what you were saying um the zion clearly a zion like i keep saying in this segment um but also duke is Duke um, and Zion being eliminated this far, this this early in the tournament wouldn't have been a good look. Ja Morant already went down. So the NCAA was like, all right, we already lost one. We can't lose Ja and Zion <laughs> in the same day or the same weekend. We just, we just can't. And that game, the, the game for Ja, that wasn't even close. So they, the NCAA couldn't even cover that up. Um, but this game he was close. They could have even tried to fake that one. Right, right. They couldn't even try to help Ja. So they was like, damn, well, Zion, you're going to have to advance. Because Taco Paul, he actually had the one prior, I think, that where they missed the call, was that that was one they should have called. But now that they're both on four, bang, bang, play, don't call that. Let's see if RJ rebounds over Taco Paul. Doubt it. Um, but Carson, college basketball analyst, what you, what you got for us? That's bull. <laughs> 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 nah. So eloquently said. <laughs> now, I think that's unfair. Like, and I, I can't remember if it was you that I was talking to. I was having a conversation, and it's just the way my mind works. Maybe, maybe I just think too deep. But I mean, just stuff like that. And I, and I had this conversation after the Walker game. After. Uh, man was standing in the paint I can't remember what his name is but Walker he, he stood in the paint almost just like Taco and the dude drove into him it, it looked almost similar to that same play and they gave them a foul and they made the shot to tie the game or to go up but it was like only a couple it was like 7 seconds left after he made the shots to go up I think they went up one matter of fact mm-hmm. but, but still like when you come down to it they're depriving these certain kids from these situations, like advancing. Uh, and who knows? Maybe Walker might have gone to a further in the tournament after beating Kentucky, and that could have thwarted somebody to stop and got them drafted or got them picked up. So yeah, that's un- it's unfair to all parties involved. And 
and, and you can look at it from from, from another perspective. Like they're taking away memories. Like people could be sitting around with their grandkids. You know, I remember when I beat Zion Williamson in, in college. They can't tell their grandkids. That's a fact. They, they, they got that taken away. Yo, <laughs> yo, Wade told me that the other day. I, I rolled because that's so true. He be like, man, we were robbed. I played Zion. We played him well. We had our boy Taco Fall. You know Taco Fall, one of the biggest players that ever played. Anyway, the point is, me and your uncle so and so, we were coming down the court. Yo, uncle, what's what's son son that had a great game name? The coach's son. Oh, you um, talking about Dawkins? Yeah, Dawkins. Man, me and your, your uncle, your uncle Dunk Dunk, that's what, that's what we used to call him back at UCF. Um, he, he went off. I mean, he had 35. I mean, I kept giving the ball. I was diving up like, <laughs> I was diving. And they had, yo, they, they called it on your uncle Taco, man. And that, that really, that really hurt us because then that RJ Bear dude, you know, dude that went on to the lead with RJ, I mean, with Zion, he, um, he got the rebound, put it up, and that was, that was it. But we had him. Man, man, we have. I, 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 I actually, I don't know. They definitely just missed out on a 30 for 30 opportunity. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. The one time we beat Zion. I'm like, hmm. Hmm. I don't know, champ. I don't know, champ. But um, let's go UNC. Let's go UNC, man. We don't get the blessings like <laughs> big schools do. We really don't. We get the, we get a lot of calls that don't think that really are. Actually, no. You know what it is about UNC? We beat ourselves a lot. We beat our we beat ourselves because Kobe White and Nasir Little got that new millennial uh, mindset. Not millennial. I'm sorry. They got the Generation Z mindset because they are. They under got the Pat Bobby. They got the they got the just. I don't know what it is. They just they do too much. It's like yo, relax. Like, there's times where Kobe White is brilliant, and then there's times where it's just like, all right, geez, you could have easily kicked it to my man. They don't like consistently doing the right play. And that could just be because they're freshmen. Um, but I would think as a freshman, I'm always making the right pass. And, you know, once, once, and I know with Nasir because he doesn't get a lot of, you know, it's, it's harder for someone who comes off the bench to, you know, play a certain way. But for Kobe White, there's no excuse why he's averaging like four turnovers in this tournament. No excuse, no excuse. But enough of my rant. That's not, not to the topic here. <laughs> nah. yeah. Huh? I said not to average four turnovers. Nah, I agree with that. He he definitely needs to be playing better than that. Yeah, he's playing. He's playing pretty good. It's just that little aspect of his game could easily be avoided because there's plays where he'll just dribble around with a half spin move and then he'll miss somebody on the back door cut or on the cross court in the corner for a three. Um, but, you know, like I said, it probably just comes with experience. But shout out to the Tar Heels. Shout out to um, Zion and his lucky ass foul out of Taco Fall. Mm-hmm. And um, let's try to do better in the Sweet 16. Shout out to the upsets. Go Ducks! What? I'm rooting for Oregon. Beat Virginia. <laughs> All right, next, next second. Oh, man. I mean, I, I saw the day coming, but I didn't think it was going to be this soon. Second year in the league. Um, and by that, I'm referring to my, my cousins, uh, the Ball family. We're going through some tough times right now. Uh, we let a rat inside of our home, so we um, we got we just got to clean that up. So <laughs> here, here with the crew, man, we're going to talk about Lonzo not only basically taking himself away from Big Baller Brand, but Carson Carson seems to think he's pouting a little bit. So uh, check out this next segment dedicated to that. Now, what are the odds that Lonzo rises to such a level of superstardom that he gets people like, uh, who, who, who do I want to say? Giannis, uh, I'm trying to think. Play, players who are willing to go against the grain and not sign with Nike. Players like Curry who sign with Under Armour. Players like Clay who signed with uh what is that Chinese shoe company? Oh, this brother, this brother Vince Carter signed with Puma, bro. That's what I'm saying. Vince Carter signed with Puma. But but the point is, all these brands have their own shoe thing, all right? Like like you're not gonna like nobody's going to go out and sign with Triple B because they're like, oh, Lonzo signed like that's Lonzo's shoe. They all have the opportunity to go with major shoe companies. Triple B, albeit all what he all what they wanted it to be, was. A market, a, a shoe company that wasn't going to gain a foothold on the market. And I feel like Lonzo has finally come to that realization 
<laughs> I think Lonzo, Lonzo, Lonzo just tired of this. Sh- Let's just be honest. <laughs> My man is just through through. He don't want no. He don't want no more troubles. He's like, I'm tired, I'm tired of dad telling him to trade me to the Suns. But if he were to go to Nike, though, he could have some fire stuff, contrary to what people might have been saying lately, where, you know, you know what? I'm glad I'm glad we're talking about this. Nike, let me let me just talk to you guys real personally. Um, I'm tired of you guys accepting every collaboration that you see people talking about on Twitter. So they'll see, like, I don't know, uh, that's, that's popping out. Let's say Supreme. Mm-hmm. Even though Supreme is a is a good uh, collaboration for them to do, they'll take something like that that's been trending on Twitter. See a couple people wanting it, and that could be like, let's just do a collaboration with them. Let's just do a collaboration with this person. Collaboration, collaboration. It's and it, and it's bland collaboration. It's just like they just slap a swoosh on it. <laughs> that's yeah. it. That's it. Like that's it. I I need Nike to do more. I don't, I don't even think it's coming from a place of complacency. I think they just know that people are going to buy it regardless kind of like apple you know what i'm saying all apple does now is you know a couple little tweaks here a feature that everyone been crying about on twitter they'll throw that in (laughs) and keep it pushing you were saying mo asked how would they get people to um you know just join their brand rather than not go to nike exactly i think it's through relationship buildings you got it's a different day and age like, mm-hmm. and, and we spoke on this um, and the one topic of, uh, you know, stores being soft. And that's just because society has changed. Nowadays, people are there. People are in the NBA and just collecting the check. Like, it's not a, it, it's, it's, it's business moves now. And, mm-hmm. I, and, I, and people aren't, aren't doing it for the sport anymore. They're getting paid. they live living life. So you see these young boys like Cat. They play Fortnite and stuff like that. These kids, they millionaires, and they 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 don't give a damn about being the greatest. They want to get that check and just live, right? So, with that being said, people like De'Aaron Fox um, that are going that like he's doing. Um, De'Aaron Fox has an endorsement with a a headphone company that's like up and coming, a gaming headphone company yeah, at that. So just like people like that, you know, boom, just De'Aaron Fox and plus. Mellows play AAU with Zion and things like that. Right. So, from relationships like that, I think that's how you get young people, young up and coming stars. Because let's face it, in the next five years, the stars that we all grew and know the love are going to be damn athlete. Mellows probably going to be gone. LeBron's going to be gone. CP3 is going to be gone. Um, Harden and uh, Jane, uh, Harden and Durant, they'll still be lingering around a little bit, but shortly after that, they'll be gone. So the league is really about to do a mass flip in the next hey, five years. Come on, man. Don't, don't talk about such depressing times uh, right I'm, now. I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. Harden's still an MVP contender. Like, this man, this man talking about this man about to be gone. <laughs> like, yeah, come on, man. I don't want to think about these sad times. Right, so, we so, just lost Kobe. Right? Like, I'm still more than that. Exactly. Right. My, bad, my bad, my bad. I, I just struck a nerve. Point is made. <laughs> I just struck a heart heartstring right, so, over there. So, in that sense, with that question, what you're saying is, you could see Triple B taking a somewhat of an Adidas role in the way that they're trying hmm. to steal market shares from Nike. Hey, potentially, it had everything going. They've done it right instead of just giving up. But yeah. Hmm. Okay. That's interesting. I, I think I think Adidas is doing what, what needs to be done. I wish Nike would try just a little harder. Um, I feel as though sometimes, like I said, they just agree to let someone put their name on their stuff and then they just do what they do. But I have I have a, a Nike a Nike insider who will definitely come on and I'm pretty sure debunk that theory. But you know, just from the outside looking in, it looked like you know. I think if Lonzo were to even go to Nike and sign, I can't imagine what shoe they would try to, you know, make for him. Like, I just, I don't It'd be a high top Zoe 2. That's exactly what it'd be. A Zoe 2? They got to change the name. I don't think they can keep the Zoe part. I think it's got to be like, what? I don't know. It's got to be something else. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be something else. I don't know what yet. I don't know yet. You know, I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. But, you know, for better or worse, 
Lonzo, man, just get well soon, man. We don't, we don't care about what shoe you wear. We don't care about what's going on at home. That's a fact. We just, just try and prove to me that the Lakers didn't make a mistake by trading D'Angelo Russell instead of you. Mm, mm, I felt that. It wasn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna say it's even looking like that. Come on now, we D'Angelo Russell was the number two overall pick for a reason. Like he was always supposed to be monstrous. It was just a matter yeah. of the Lakers had a lot of players like him already, including Jordan Clarkson and a, a mass collection whoa, of others. Whoa, don't yeah, you, you disrespected. Um, do they not Lakers. play? Do they not play similar games? No, Jordan, Jordan Carson don't be taking people off the dribble, going for the rack. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. the nigga don't know. He can't shoot. So what you mean sometimes? That's all what the time. The band, don't, the band like, don't never pass. Exactly. exactly. The Cavs, all he did was shoot. What do you mean? That's because that's all he was told to do. He wasn't a shooter in L.A. But Clarkson, Clarkson, an off-ball guy who can you who can make on-ball moves. D'Angelo Russell is legitimately yes. Now, guys, I'm talking about I'm talking about when they first came into the league together, type shit. When they were on the Lakers, nah, nah, even 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 then, I still think that they had they had different roles when they were on the Lakers. I just think that Jordan Clarkson was seen as the predominant scorer when, if they wanted to move D'Angelo Russell along if they wanted him to improve. Bro, he was your backup point guard. He should have been the primary They wanted D'Angelo Russell to play more like a conventional point guard. He was in his game. I feel like D'Angelo Russell has somewhat of a obviously without like being Don't watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. I feel like D'Angelo Russell What do you think I'm going to say? I don't know, but you you already were trying to downplay like, okay, not like this person. Because this is what I was going to say. I was going to say James Harden. Just because he's a lefty? No, because he can shoot the three. He can take people off the dribble and get to the rack. He can draw fouls, but not to the level that James Harden can. And he can distribute the ball, but he's not great on defense. You know, he's not, that's a lot you of know who You know who Russell game translates to me as? It, it equates to uh, a younger Russell Westbrook. No, that's not even close because he's nowhere near as explosive and athletic. Yeah, there we go. You took the words out of my mouth. You know what? He's a D'Angelo Russell. Can we just say that? You, why, we don't always have to compare He a D-loading, all right? He, yeah, he a D-loading. You feel me? We just going to rock with that. As always, we thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode of Get Live with the Crew. If you haven't done so already, subscribe, follow, share, voice message there's so many options you can use to talk to us on a regular basis and y'all not utilizing them i mean appreciate the ones who do but come on man show us some love go go on twitter come bother me a little bit i mean don't please please don't get on my nerve don't don't do that i'm just saying reach out you know to the crew talk to us tell us what you want to hear what you don't like you know y'all have no problem telling carson when he's wrong so you know what i'm saying i appreciate y'all love support time effort ear All that good stuff. Tune in to next week's episode of Get Live with the Crew.